Hey guys, I hope you're doing good out there. Um, I'm excited to be joining you for another week of the Pretty Dope Series podcast. Um, I am about a day late for those who normally um, get their episodes on Wednesday, but um, I'm a day late just because I had some issues with my voice um, for whatever reason, but I'm here and I'm glad to be here to share the word with you anyway. Um, So if you hear me crack a little bit, you understand why. Um, This segment is entitled SWAP and it is um, an acronym for Strive With A Purpose. And um, my scripture um, is coming from 2 Corinthians chapter... Um, 4, 16 through 18, I'm reading the NIV version and it says, therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal um, glory that far outweighs, outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since What is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And so what I want to focus on today is how do we make that exchange of what we are presently facing with what God wants to give us in our future. Um, And so the exchange happens when I know that the outcome is more profitable than my ego being satisfied or instant gratification. Um, sometimes we don't want to wait for the promises of God. We don't want to wait for what God has given, uh, has promised us. Um, sometimes we want that instant gratification. We want that instant, um, where we get back at people or when we get that instant result of you did me wrong, I'm gonna do you wrong. And, you know, I want us to kind of focus on swapping those things that have seemed to be a storm or evil or bad for something that is good. You know, swap your storm for God's peace. You know, swap um, your mind for the mind of Christ. You know, swap poverty for success. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can we make that even exchange? And so that's what I want to talk about today. Um, Swap. The things that are within your reason, Um, you know, when you do that and you do like, say, for instance, I swap something that I know I really don't want. That's not going to really yield a big result. But when you sacrifice and you swap out something that you really, really want, that exchange is going to be so much greater on the results than anything in this world. You know, it may seem like we're swapping something. Um, like even with Abraham, you know, he's about to give up his son. That is a hard thing to ask of him to sacrifice, but he was willing to do it. And then what God did, he provided a ram in the bush. And then he says, Abraham, I'll make you father of many nations. So that was an exchange. You know, I encourage anybody exchange that sacrifice because you don't know what the results of that is going to be. You never know how God's going to bless you when you sacrifice, when you make that even exchange, or even when you make an exchange that don't feel even. Okay. So my decision today, you know, it affects my tomorrow. And I'll tell anybody, especially when it comes to wisdom, make sure that what you do today is not going to have lasting negative effects on you for your tomorrow. That for me, 
keeps me from, you know, entering into temptation. It keeps me from doing things that I know that later on I'm not going to want to pay for. You know, um, and the same thing applies to faith. Don't ignore the potential effects. Don't ignore something. You know how this can turn out and you enter into something anyway, thinking that you're going to change it because you're a Christian and you have faith. You have to go into everything, understanding that what you're going into may never change, but you can change and you can decide if you want to be a part of it or not. And it's not just talking about, you know, friendships, relationships. I'm talking about every decision that you make, everything that you decide on. You have the, you know, upper hand. You decide if you want to deal with that or not. But don't ignore the potential effects of what you're doing. Don't live in fear, but also strive with your purpose in mind. Make sure you always have your purpose in mind when you're making decisions because, If you don't, you'll end up making impulsive decisions and forget that, hey, I'm called. And then you'll forget that, hey, God has commissioned me to do X, Y, Z. And then you edge God out. That's what ego is, edging God out, you know. Um, And I've seen it time and time again. The minute you start edging God out of your plans, the minute you start um, edging God out of where he already was to make room for what you want and what you have decided, then you're already going to fail. I mean, and it's going to do it every time. So if you're in the place where you've edged God out, you say, well, I haven't pushed God out, but you've edged him out. That means little by little, you have allowed what you want to overtake who God is and what he wants to be in your life. So, of course, I'll tell anybody just in wisdom to invest in your faith. Make room for the word of God. Make sure God's voice is the supreme voice that is speaking in your life. The most powerful voice that is speaking in your life. Not even your own voice should be louder than God's voice. If that is the case, you will find yourself wandering aimlessly. You'll find yourself with no direction and you will find yourself in a complete state of failure all the time. So make sure you're not listening to everybody else, but listen to God. You know, um, I encourage you to listen to people who are ordained to speak into your life. Um, I encourage you to listen to people who are preaching the word of God. I do. But make sure that God's voice is supreme above all things in anybody. And that includes your pastor. And I know that's a touchy subject for some people, but you got to know God for yourself. You know, if you don't know his voice for yourself, how can you follow him daily? Because your pastor's not going to be there daily. So you need to know God for yourself. Um, invest in your life through faith. Um, investments don't give instant results, but they do have lasting benefits. How do I invest in myself? I spend more time working on the vision and purpose that God has given me than waiting for handouts. Some of us are waiting for handouts. Some of us are waiting for somebody to agree with the purpose of God over our lives. Some of us are waiting for God, um, you know, to blow us up or whatever the case may be. But you have to invest in not only yourself, but in your faith. And the way that I do that, me specifically, I get in the word of God. I spend time in God's word. Um, I do things that are challenging for me. I read things that make me think outside the box. Um, I 
open my mind and my heart to different perspectives in order to know how to minister to people who may not know God or have never heard of him. Um, because I, my foundation is sure. That's the only way I can do that because I know who God is for myself. But if you don't know who God is for yourself, it's easy to get bamboozled and hoodwinked and deceived by many people. But I try to learn different ways to explore God. Um, and I'm not saying go to other religions and worship other gods. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I have learned in this culture called Christianity, okay, well, I don't worship that way. Let me see what they do. Okay, well, I don't speak or teach that way. Let me take something positive away from what they're doing. I'm, I'm, I'm a person. I may not agree with what you do, what you say, how you live, but I can always find something positive to take away from what you're doing to enhance what I'm doing. And so sometimes we have to, you know, not be so complacent in religious um, practices and rituals that we don't learn practical ways on how to reach, teach and help people. And so for me, I invest in faith also, not just reading the word, but going to scriptures and chapters of the Bible I've never explored before. Going to stories in the Bible and researching it for myself um, to learn different things that I did not know when it was first brought to me. I invest in worship. I invest in spending time with the Lord so that my faith is increased and my faith is stable and my faith is sure. My faith is stable, sure, and increased. It's something that I pray for every day. Because you always will have to contend with why you believe, who you believe, and what you believe God for. So, if the great exchange even happened when Jesus was on the cross, when he was crucified, hung on the cross, he died, was buried, and resurrected. That was an exchange. He know he did no wrong. He know that he may not have deserved the circumstances that were dealt to him, but that was his purpose. His purpose was to come into the world and to take on sin of the whole entire nation for us to receive atonement, for us to receive forgiveness. And he took something that was not his fault. He took something that was not, in a sense, working in his favor. He took something and made an exchange and swapped it out. And so what I'm asking you to do today is to swap out those things that have um, not being necessarily in your favor or you deserve and understand that there's results and there's going to be a manifestation and a glory that happens that is going to supersede what you've sacrificed. And um, I like in Second Corinthians 4 where it talks about I'm pressed on every side, but I'm not crushed. That's at the beginning of the chapter. And it says I'm cast down, but not destroyed. You know, I'm perplexed, but I'm not in despair. Yes, these things are happening to me. Yes, these things are bothering me. Yes, these things are hurting me. But I am not done. I am not finished. I am not through. It's not over. And so I want you to understand that and get that in your spirit. Now, also in Jeremiah 29, 11, we read that religiously, we quote it so much. And it says, I have plans for you. And I have been stuck on that part for the last, I want to say a couple of weeks. I have plans for you. That means that everything that seemed like it's out of order and coming out of nowhere, that don't have nothing to do with me. I have plans for you, said God. And you have to hear that, receive that and believe that I have plans for you.
Not for anybody else. And not saying that God is not God to other people. But just in case you're wondering if God is caring about you and worried about you and concerned about you. He says, I have plans for you to give you a hope and a future and an expected end. And so when you hold on to those truths and when you hold on to God's word, you should not lose heart in this season. That's what we just talked about. Losing heart. Don't lose heart. This is a momentary affliction. This is a momentary moment. But don't lose heart. Don't just lose all your marbles. Don't lose your mind. Don't just give up on everything. Don't just, you know, lose all your your zeal and all your fire for God. Don't lose your worship. Don't lose your praise. Don't lose the word of God. He's spoken over you because something has to be swapped out because you have to make a sacrifice for the results to happen. Um, And like I said, I'm in this place just to remind you that you can swap out, you know, despair for joy. You can swap out strength. Uh, um, I'm sorry. You can uh, swap out, you know, your issue for strength. You know, you can swap those things out. It's a, it's a exchange, but sometimes it's not even an even exchange, but I promise you the results, it says momentary affliction. That means for right now, this is not forever. So you can tell your pain that you can tell the issues that you're battling with just for right now, but this is not going to last forever. So this is my encouragement to you. This is my um, plea to you. This is my heart for you that you swap out those things. Don't lose heart. It's just a momentary affliction. God is renewing you even in the process of you going through what you're going through. Um, even in the process of you experiencing storm after storm, hurt after hurt, God is still renewing you. Because if he didn't, you would have been long gone. You would have stroked out by now. You would have lost your mind by now. You would have been hurt by now. You would be in the hospital by now. But God is renewing your strength even while you're in that momentary affliction. And so I'm encouraging you. I'm strengthening you today through this, through me talking to you, through me talking to your spirit, that this is not over. This is not the end of it. He says, I have plans for you. He says, I will give you a hope, a future and an expected end. So right now, while you're crying, while you're a little disturbed right now, wipe your face, wipe your tears. It's not over, but you got to make that exchange. It may not feel like an even exchange. It may feel like, you know what? I didn't deserve this. Neither did our Lord and savior, but he went on the cross because that was his purpose for us to redeem man. But that exchange was so worth it because now we're able to accept him as our Lord and Savior. Now we have access to God because he gave his life and shed his blood for all mankind. And so we may not make a big sacrifice like that, but there are sacrifices that we have to make and have been making that seem like, man, if I have to make another one, I'm going to lose it. No, it says do not lose heart. This is a momentary affliction. It's going to far outweigh all of that. The glory of God that's going to be on your life is going to far outweigh everything that has happened to you. And so I'm encouraging you. I'm loving on you today to let you know you can swap out anything to receive God. You can swap out anything and get better than what you was the day before. 
So I love y'all and I hope that you're encouraged and that you are strengthened to do what you need to do and make those sacrifices, make that exchange so you can have better results that far outweigh any pain that you'll ever go through. Love y'all.